from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Hello, we're presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. Ken LaVica Live. We've got a beautiful wedding story for you in just a second. Keely Ferguson, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. It Th- me. This is uh, this is your final day of the week, right? See. Si. Awesome. Want to know why? Because Keely's a boss. She <laughs> says, I don't want to work Friday. <laughs> and they say, all right, you're the boss, boss. And there it is. That's where Theo Dorsey, that's why he has to work Fridays. Want to know why? He's not the boss. Yeah, but, I, but I'm not a boss, B. No, Ooh. no. Just the boss. Yeah, yeah. Don't ask Cam Newton. Because <laughs> I could cook. Right, right, exactly. I think and I'm going to make fish And you know tonight. when to shut up. He didn't say that. <laughs> he said when to be quiet. Oh, man. It's hard, though. I talk a lot. I know, but so it's... Sometimes I'm like, woo, woo. I could go in, woo. But I say, okay. If I hold my peace and let the Lord fight my battle, victory <laughs> shall be mine. Can I get a hallelujah? Hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. Okay. Stone the Benowitz, Friday Night Lights. Uh, if you miss any part of Ken Levick Alive, we have it for you for free. For free. Wherever you get your podcast, because we're doing it for you. The nice folks in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast and really around the world. Ken Levick Alive podcast, wherever you get your podcast for free. May I interest you as we start the lunch hour here on Ken Levick Alive in a story, and of course, uh, we have made the determination here on Ken Levick Alive that every successful sports talk radio show needs to have an hour, a name in that hour. So uh, with Barton Hahn after us here on ESPN 106.3, they have the power hour, okay? Josh Cohen and the home team, they have the cocktail hour. Mm-hmm. But here on Ken Levick Alive, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we have the lunch hour, as signified by this woman eating a sloppy joe with her mouth open. Welcome to, welcome to the lunch hour, Keely, for the very first time. Who chooses these sound effects? You do. You do. Hey. You know what? Somebody needs to just, listen. Somebody's got to take your phone. Because I know you're li- looking up all this. Here's crap what on I your do phone. with my life. I, I, I just sit around and I come up with stupid ideas. And this was one of our dumber ones. In fact, Leo and Riviera Beach called us on Tuesday and said that he is moved to turning his radio off when this woman is eating her sloppy joe. I, I understand, Leo. Now, don't do that. But I understand. That I mean, is disgusting. It really gets Theo going, too. Yeah, He's not Theo a fan. Theo loves it. Theo it's absolutely gross. adores it. So welcome like, in. What is that? Welcome into the lunch hour again. Like every good sports talk radio show, you have an hour that you put a name on, and you have sound effects to go along with it. And sorry, Keely, you don't like the sound effect that or we Theo. chose. Or Theo. Or Leo. Or Leo. Or Jeanette. Or, or Jeanette, Jeanette. But it's fine. Probably Stone doesn't like no, it either. He just don't want to tell you. I've become numb to it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which means he doesn't like it. Anything you become numb to is something that you would rather not have. But so, you know you can't do crap about it. Ma'am, I hope you're enjoying and you that sloppy it. joe. Stone, I'm going to fight you. <laughs> you hear her inhaling? <laughs> Just inhale. Yeah, it's it's the breathing for Maybe me. she's like a pug Yeah, it's not, can't really get her. Yeah, maybe she has a cold. Or a it's French not the, bulldog. It's not the saliva. It is the breathing. You're right, the inhaling. She is really passionate about that sloppy joe. Uh, so <laughs> let's go to the northern part of Florida because, of course, this story is from the northern part of Florida. 
A Florida bride and her wedding caterer have been arrested and accused of lacing wedding food, including lasagna, with marijuana and causing several guests to become sick. Bride Dana Shea Svoboda, age 42, and caterer Jocelyn Montrenice Bryan, age 31, have been charged with culpable negligence, delivery of marijuana, and violating Florida's anti-tampering act. One affidavit alleges Svoboda agreed to and allowed Jocelyn Montrenice Bryan to lace the food she served with cannabis, unbeknownst to the attendees, many of whom became very ill and required medical attention. When Seminole County deputies arrived at a community clubhouse in Longwood, Florida on February 19th, several wedding guests were being treated by county fire rescue personnel for, quote, symptoms consistent with that of someone who has used illegal drugs, end quote. When a deputy asked Dana and her husband, Andrew Svavode, if they had requested or consented to food containing cannabis, Andrew, quote, stared at the officer with a blank expression for a few <laughs> moments before stuttering through a no. End quote. Deputies collected the food and glassware from the writing venue that had been used by guests, including a beer glass, lasagna, and desserts. The lasagna later tested positive for THC. So all of this stemming from the weed lasagna, but there's more. <laughs> Some guests reported feeling, quote, stoned and, quote, ill and high, the affidavits say, while another said he felt, quote, weird, tingly, fidgety, and had an extremely dry mouth, end quote, <laughs> after eating food at the wedding. Nope. According to the affidavits, one woman who attended the wedding told an investigator that while she was at the hospital, she felt paranoid and, quote, believed her <laughs> husband wasn't telling her the truth about other family members and that her son-in-law had died and no one was telling her. She said she became loud and unruly in the emergency room and had to be given medication to calm down. Wow. One guest told investigators. Oh, there's after, more. Oh, there's more. One guest told investigators that after she realized she was high, she asked Svoboda if, quote, she had put marijuana in the olive oil. The guest told a deputy Svoboda answered yes and acted excited. However, another guest said <laughs> when she texted Svoboda from the hospital asking her what was happening and what she was given, the bride responded, quote, uh, we have no idea, end quote. Mm. Isn't that heartwarming? I love it. Isn't that heartwarming? It, the party started. So, what? Or, or in this case, end, end the party. I wanna, That ended the party, sounds it, like. It definitely ended And now the people party. got, look, you don't know what people's insurance is like. You don't know what people's co-pays are like. People got certain, look, I'm telling you, once you have kids and, and a wife, baby Pebbles, and, and Mrs. Labanowitz, you're going to start thinking about all this stuff. You're like, what is this premium yeah. looking like? What are these co-pays? We right. got co-insurance. Do what I is, really Listen, need... I'm sending you the bill, chick. Right. And, and, and do we really need lasagna with weed in it? Now, I want to make something weird to I, me. I want to make something clear. I am not for drugging people. Right. <laughs> yeah. Thank I you, I am Ken. in an anti-drugging people stance right now. <laughs> Thank okay? you, Ken. So let's make sure that we are all on the same page here. Keely, do you like drugging people? No, no Cardi B over here. Stone, do you drug people? <laughs> Not much of a fan. Okay, me neither. Good. We're all on the same page in this room, right. okay? Uh, I. Oh, I do drug my husband. Time time. He's, he's high off my love. Oh, that was actually really cute. I, was, I thought yeah, that was I going was another scared way. at first. Yeah, now, like, you uh -oh. know I don't drug. <laughs> I'm like, Keely goes to church a lot. Uh, no, but he's but, high off my love, <laughs> and I'm high off his love. There is one part of this story, though, that I'm calling BS on, okay? And again, you shouldn't drug people. 
And this was not a smart thing to do by Miss Svoboda, who I, and I'm sorry for the happily married couple that I tripped over that name so often during the right. story. Long as long as their lawyers get it right because right. they're going to jail. Exactly. <laughs> it's just tough when you have a V after the yes. It's just a rough yeah. name. But I'm calling BS on this. One woman who attended the wedding told an investigator that while she was at the hospital, she felt paranoid and, quote, believed her husband wasn't telling her the truth about other family members and that her son-in-law had died and no one was telling her. She said she became loud and unruly in the emergency room and had to be given medication to calm down. Ma'am, that wasn't the weed lasagna. (laughs) Right. Okay. That was not the weed lasagna that caused that reaction. Well, maybe it was the weed lasagna. Maybe whatever else she had in her system <laughs> didn't true. react well to I the mean, weed. And if you don't tell me that there's weed in the lasagna mm-hmm. and I mix the lasagna with whatever. tonic and water. With, with some Xanax yeah. or some vodka or yeah, yeah. some Prozac some, or whatever. Right, right. Now I'm all jacked all up right, in the That's game. a good point. It's but, a great point. But that's not the sole fault. Of the weed lasagna. And I'm just speaking from personal experience, okay? <laughs> the paranoia? All right. Sure. I mean, yeah, I, like we're, we're in the right. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Um, I, I get it. I get the paranoia part out of that. Uh, feeling like somebody's not being uh, upfront with you about something? Like, all right. I'll give you that one as well. Sure. But the loud and unruly in doesn't the emergency match. room, that doesn't match with any of my or any of my friends' experiences <laughs> when it comes to weed or weed lasagna. Okay? I'm just saying. I'm calling BS on that part. That woman is copping out for other behaviors. No, she's not copping out. I was good till you gave me the weed lasagna. <laughs> me and Xanax <laughs> were good. Oh, and then you gave me the weed lasagna. Now I'm all messed up in the game. <laughs> that woman was fine. <sighs> they say don't mix it. She might have a prescription for that. I think. What if she has a prescription I, I for mean, her Xanax or her Zoloft or any of these other still, prescriptions? Still. And now you gave them. They say don't mix the drugs. What do you mean still? I can I can legit blame the weed. Because I didn't know there was weed. I just thought I had some lasagna noodles, a little, a little feta cheese Oregano in, in there. That that's all, you know. I, that's what that, you mean. That green stuff is not Italian seasoning. I also, though, just saying. like we're hospitalized over a little, little weed lasagna. Well, I, I mean, know. the people who are hospitalized have never, obviously, never experienced it before, right? So it was out. new to them. Yeah, what's out. going on? Yeah. When in reality, why are you lying to me? They should have just gone outside and looked at the stars for a little bit. Yeah. Someone yeah, needed the opposite to, of loud and unruly. Yeah, like I get after the initial anger of the bride stepping up and saying, "Hey, by the way, that was weed lasagna." Like people are going to be upset, especially if they've never they've never uh, gotten high before. Uh-huh. But then you soften the blow by saying, "Go and look at the stars, and it'll blow your mind." Or that that slow dance will hit different. <laughs> Everyone on that dance floor just moving. Right. Mm. All of a sudden, you start playing Unchained Melody. Yeah. Well, Actually, I don't just, know. Just if you could, if you could, while well, Keely makes her point, could you find Unchained Melody, the ghost version, ghost, the movie? You're I'll sing young... it. I'll sing it for you. No, yeah, well, I, I, I kind of <laughs> like, just find it. Oh, you I'm don't sorry, want Keely. No, I, I appreciate oh, it. But he, I, he almost word? panicked. I like the man version. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but really, the... Cam Newton? <laughs> you, see, you see how that works? You uh, see how that works? Well, I, I interrupted you. What point were you making? I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let me know when it's ready, Stone, because no. I, I just... Oh, my point was that I, 
I don't know what y'all are talking about because I've never experienced I was going to say, you've never experienced that. And again, never. like I, it's not like I'm doing a comment. And I'm, there's people listening right now that they're not into that, and that's fine. But there are people listening. I, I know who some of you are. I know who some of you are. And you're probably doing it during your lunch break when you leave the office a little bit listening to us, okay? And I'm not going to judge about that, okay? Um, but <laughs> if you're at this wedding, what the bride should have done is, again, it should have been like, Hey, by the way, surprise, weed lasagna. And some people are like, yay. And then other people are like, oh, my God. No, that's terrible. You drugged me. But yeah. then but then the bride says, guys, it's okay. It's okay. Is that ever okay? DJ, hit the music. Oh, I'm with that. Let it flow over you. And as Stone said, that slow dance just <laughs> hits different. So next time you're at a wedding... And the bride uh, decides. I just got the chills. I know. <laughs> I'm the next not time you're at a wedding, and the bride decides that she's gonna have the caterer illegally <laughs> lace the lasagna. By the way, who has lasagna at a wedding? Who has lasagna at a wedding? I, th- I thought that was interesting. A little yeah. lazy. Maybe fine. Like the lemon chicken, they are they lace it with weed. But you have the weed lasagna instead of freaking out, instead of panicking. Instead of going to the hospital, enjoy my day. Of, yeah, instead of blaming your furious outburst at your husband on the the poor weed lasagna, which is meant to to help slow things down a little bit, just understand that this is the experience you can have. So grab somebody that you love, enjoy the high and the colors, and put your head on your lover's shoulder and sway. She's Keely Ferguson, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levicka, and I'm live on ESPN 106.3, Weed Lasagna. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levicka Live on ESPN 106.3. Presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA Sport. This tweet from Troy McClure. I think at KLV1063 just called me out during my lunch break. That is awesome. Troy, I told you. We don't judge here on Ken Levick Alive. I know my people. <laughs> I I know our people. Okay? And if you need to chill out with some lasagna at lunch. I get it. I get it. Okay. Hey, uh, do you like horses? And do you like horse fashion? And do you like polo? And Keely, do you like strapping men with with long sticks on horses? <laughs> In tight pants. In tight Wait a minute. Time pants. out. Time out. Time out. Balls. Time out. See, so here... This is where it went off the rails, kid. This is where we went weed lasagna right now. Because I was good... <laughs> Now I'm coughing. I was good when you said horses. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm from Texas. I like horses. Horses are great. My dad used to have a horse. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm good. And then, and that was good when you said fashion. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I mean, I although y'all rarely see me fashionable, you know, mama, mama can do it and slay when she needs to. <laughs> I'm like, okay, good. Then you said strapping man. I'm like, of course. Have you seen my husband? Of course. And we start going off the rails with hey, the long sticks. And I was the, talking about polo. I know what Gee, you're talking you? about, but I listen. I am a married woman, okay? And whether I cannot confirm nor deny whether I like any of those things, but mm-hmm. my husband might be listening. Oh. So I'm just gonna stop 
and defer to you for the rest of this interview. And when we were talking about Polo. Yes, baby, what he said. <laughs> and and he's high on your love. Oh, my love, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You drugged yes. him. Yeah. Drink it all in. Drug, drugged him with your love. That's right. It's a chocolate high. There's actually a song called Chocolate High. You should listen to it. It's really good. I kind of like that, actually. It's actually Chocolate really, High. really good. I know what you're referencing. Uh, <laughs> so so uh, Stone and I actually had a chance to uh, spend some time with the CEO of uh, U.S. Polo Association, their global licensing, their brand. He's mm-hmm. the man. He's the CEO. He's Michael Prince. And we had a chance to talk to him, just get to know a little bit about Polo, about the brand, but also Stone and I, in true fashion of ours we gave him unsolicited advice about reality television mm-hmm. here's michael prince ceo of u.s apollo association global licensing all right it's time to class this show up a little bit ken levick alive here on espn 106.3 and i couldn't think of any better way than to get into some polo here and uh the the, the u.s polo association global licensing is the Business Development Board of Palm Beach County ESPN West Palm Business of the Month. And this is not this man's first appearance here on ESPN <laughs> 1063, and we're bringing him back because he oozes class, but it is J. Michael Prince, the president CEO of U.S. Polo Association Global Licensing here with us on Ken Levick Alive. And, uh, Michael, thanks again for coming back on. Appreciate it. And, by the way, Congratulations. I know that you guys have made Palm Beach County a massive priority and that being recognized here at the BDB ESPN West Palm Award, that's a high honor for you guys. Well, we appreciate that. Thank you so much. Yeah, and and we appreciate everything that you have done here for Palm Beach County. So um, I want to start with this, okay? So we hear about the sport of polo and polo has a rich history here in Palm Beach County. And then there's the U.S. Polo Association, brand if you could just explain the connection a little bit to get us caught up you bet so um the united states polo association is based in wellington so just down the street Mm -hmm. and it's the official governing body of the sport in the united states founded in 1890 so the only oldest governing body is major league baseball wow so the sport's been around for a long time and we're the for-profit engine of the business so the brand u.s polo assn uh we're at 194 countries worldwide uh, huge presence around the world. 1,200 of our own retail stores that have our brand above the, uh, the namesake mm-hmm. uh, as well, all over the, those 194 countries. 7 million social media followers, uh, 40 international websites. But what's really intriguing about the brand, as the official brand of the United States Polo Association, we're the fifth largest global sports licensor in the world. Wow. And you might be like, well, what does that mean? It means that if you were to take consumer products at retail, and people at Unite buy them. The only sports that are bigger are the National Football League, Major League Baseball, and the NBA. We're bigger than the NHL, National Hockey League, NASCAR, the PGA Tour, WWE, all bigger, our footprint is globally. That is incredible. And this truly is an international sport, and that's what makes it so unique is that Wellington truly has become the equestrian capital that also includes polo in that realm. And so this area becomes extremely important, not just to the sport of polo, but to the the, the USPA. Oh, that, that's exactly right. So from November to the end of April, Palm Beach County becomes the equestrian center of the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Europeans come in, people from Latin America, people from all over the world 
and that encompasses polo as well as hunter jumpers and dressage and all that happens around the community of Wellington. But the entire state and south southeastern part of the state, south, south Florida, benefit from it. And so it's truly a unique place to be. And we already have so many awesome things going on, but now throw that into it. And just, just to say one other thing, uh, our premier event, the U.S. Open, is happening right now. We have 20 teams in the U.S. Open competing. It's the most teams we've ever had since the history of that tournament started. So just unprecedented momentum around the sport, especially in South Florida. And you mentioned the U.S. Open. The FIP World Championship is coming to Palm Beach County. That'll come in the fall. That's and right. so that just reinforces all of this, what we're talking about. And again, Michael Prince, president and CEO, USPA Global Licensing. And you mentioned the retail aspect of it and the stores. And so... I'm I, I'm sort of fascinated in this because, as you mentioned, I mean, as far as licensing is concerned, you guys are massive worldwide, and you have the the stores in West Palm and Miami, and those have gotten some pretty significant upgrades, right? Yeah, that's right. So we've been reinvesting. You know, the pandemic either you succeeded or you failed miserably, and we saw it as a chance to be successful, to take market share, to make sure the brand was always front and center. So throughout the world, we're renovating stores. That includes our West Palm Beach outlet location, as well as Dolphin Mall um, down in Miami. Mm -hmm. We're working on our new Times Square store upgrade, and that's happening throughout the world. So we're, the, the brand has never looked better and never been more elevated. So, you know, I encourage anyone in Palm Beach County to come by and check out our stores and engage with the brand because we say if you buy a piece of the brand, you actually buy a piece of the sport as well. Yeah, and it, it, it all carries through. Now, I want to ask you about Palm Beach County. Why why did this end up being the ideal location for the headquarters uh, and the impact that it has with all of us in the community, with the economy? Why here? Yeah. Well, as we said earlier, uh -huh. um, South Florida becomes the equestrian capital of the world for five or six months. And Polo has always had a really strong base in South Florida. And the sport was based in Wellington. This business was actually based up in Kentucky, of all places, hmm. another horse capital. Sure. And our previous chairman said, I'm going to bring this to Palm Beach County, closer to the sport. And that was a, a great move because there's no reason why the sport and the brand shouldn't be side by side partnering together. And so since that move, we've really been able to, I think, elevate both the sport and the brand and really work together on events in the United States. And, you know, some of the examples we support uh, – High goal tournaments like the U.S. Open. Okay. We support 50 collegiate teams. So from East Coast to West, private to public, big to small school, we get behind 50 collegiate teams, which, oh, by the way, 60% of those teams are female, which is the fastest growing uh, category of the sport, demographic of the sport. We support LGBTQ events. We support low goal, high goal, mm -hmm. arena, snow, beach. So if you think of the sport of polo, there's no brand in the world closer to the sport in the United States or internationally than we are. And that's our goal is, you know, we make money, but it's also to help the sport fund itself for the long term as well. I've been down here 16 years and I had no idea there were as many different types of polo. Like hearing you go through oh, that, it's, it's crazy, that's right? stunning to yeah, me. It's amazing. That is wild. And I, I absolutely love I didn't know polo could be so versatile. Like I, I truly did not. Uh, when did you uh, in, in your life first get connected to polo? You know, it came through this, this opportunity, to be okay. honest with you. So I, I'm like you, I wasn't familiar with the sport, but you know, I grew up around sport and I worked for Nike as an executive for a long time. And so, you know, sport was sort of in my DNA mm -hmm. 
And when I saw this brand, I said, my goodness, this is the official brand of the sport. And there's a beautiful story to be told uh, that many people don't know about, the sport itself and also the brand. And so the last five years, you know, I think we've done a really nice job of telling uh, the story of the brand and its connection to the sport while also supporting the sport all over the world. And, you know, one other thing I just want to mention, we, uh, we support charities. There's a lot of polo charities. Sure. So part of our th- philanthropic initiative is some Sundays at these events, we make sure two charities get recognized. So teams play on behalf of those charities. And the charities get up on the stage, and we share the contribution with them, just like we do the college teams. And, you know, it's really important to give back, and that was really important these last two years when we were all dealing with so many challenges. Uh, but it just touches so many different facets of life. And it's, it's a, just a beautiful sport. It really is. If you've never seen it, you can't quite wrap your mind around how fast it is, how physical it is, and just how striking it is as well. Michael Prince, President and CEO, USPA Global Licensing. Now, I want to talk about the World Championship because this is an area that takes pride in its big events. So you've got the Boca Raton Bowl. You've got uh, the Honda Classic Um, uh, And that's an international event, I would say. But this truly, this FIP World Championship that's coming up in the fall at the International Polo Club, I mean, legitimately, there are going to be people from across the globe that are going to be descending on Palm Beach County. This is a massive opportunity, it sounds like. It it is. And when I think of, like, truly truly global events in sport, I think of the World Cup in FIFA, Uh right? That's Uh the one you think of. Even if you're not interested in soccer— You'll watch those games. There's an interest there. There's an interest there. This is our equivalent to that. Okay. And what's truly unique about this event is it, uh, there's 40 to 50 countries that are participating to qualify. Of those, eight get the opportunity to play in Palm Beach County at IPC, the International Polo Club of Palm Beach. And there was a lot of debate. Uh, we thought about should it be in California, should it be in New York, should it be in other places, and we felt like, you know what, this is our home. Mm-hmm. Florida has been really transformational the last two years about being open and, and welcoming everyone and sports worked through all that. You know, we were playing here when a lot of places weren't. And so we felt like it was important to uh, the community to bring it to South Florida and to Palm Beach County. So our board approved that. FIP, which is the Federation of International Polo and recognized by the Olympic Committee, said, we agree with you. Uh, the Sports Commission got behind it, Palm Beach County Sports Commission, a lot of support from the county. Yep. So this event will be here late October through early November. And to your point, people from all over the world are going to be coming here, playing our golf courses, staying in our hotels, spending money, uh, and cheering for their, their country teams. That is, uh, that is a good thing uh, it's a good for thing. us here like in, uh, in Palm Beach County. Uh, so speaking of the World Championship, uh, there's a partnership with ESPN as well, a, a television partnership now. And so we obviously here at ESPN West Palm, we get the value of the ESPN brand. And uh, this seems like it's a, it's a massive deal. This is uh, t- to align with ESPN, with U.S. Polo. This is a great thing. It's great. And, and what's happened is in the United States, um, Polo was never carried on a sports platform. Mm-hmm. In the past, we would do a one-hour delayed broadcast, three weeks sure. old on CBS. Great viewership, but it was three weeks late. Right. And we sit down with our partners at ESPN, and your partner as well, and uh, in Connecticut, and said, we want to really showcase the sport, like F1's being showcased, like there's being showcased. Yep. And we got a deal done. And for the first time in the history of the sport, 
you can watch the games here in the United States. We do a slight delayed broadcast. We have an hour and a half, and you can watch a beautiful game that just happened on Sunday Fields in Palm Beach County on ESPN2, on ESPN News. We just did the collegiate finals, which will air uh, Saturday. Uh, I won't say who won. <laughs> but it was Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, but it's going to be on ESPNU for the first time in the history of the sport. And with that, we can also tell the story of the brand, the USPA. Right. And uh, so there's been tremendous interest, and it's exceeded all expectations. And, and one thing we've done, we've taken it universal as well. So they came back to us, great partners, and said, this is working so well. Let's now take the platform outside the U.S. and look at all our universal linear platforms on television. So that just happened recently, and we're excited about that. Uh, so I need to ask you, Michael, and I'm just an idiot. I talk about sports. I do it for a living. I, I'm a big dope. So I, I do have a suggestion for you, though. So F1. I'm all ears. F1. Uh, they've had the Drive to Survive documentary on Netflix that has exploded popularity right. in this country. Game changer. Would, would U.S. Polo be interested in ever trying to do something like that behind-the-scenes documentary with, with the, the athletes in polo? Well, what, what makes this sport so unique, the sport itself is beautiful. It's, it's very special. It's the world's first extreme sport. You talked about yeah. speed and agility. Imagine a, a human and an equine partner tied together going 30 to 35 miles an hour, hitting a ball 110 miles an hour. Uh, it's crazy. But, yeah, we believe the, the, the lifestyle and the storytelling around it is just as beautiful as the sport. Mm -hmm. So I could see down the road, uh, especially as people or companies need content, everyone's content hungry right now, right? Oh, for sure. And so the ability to maybe offer up the lifestyle side of it along with the sport in a docuseries like uh, Formula One did is something, you know, where we talk about and maybe someday we'll be able to do. That'd be awesome because from an international appeal like F1 – a lot of the the participants are from somewhere else, That's and right. there's a lot to learn about them. Um, but you don't need to credit me when that idea comes. That was it's a great it changed F one. <laughs> it it literally made F one super cool. Yeah, it was already cool, but it took it to another level. Without so you get 100 percent credit for uh, that. I appreciate that, Michael Prince, President and CEO, uh, USPA US Polo Association Global Licensing. Uh, one more here. Uh, so ESPN is celebrating the 50th anniversary of Title IX. That comes up in June. So your decision to collaborate with ESPN will also overlap with the celebration of Title IX. You mentioned already that you're supporting polo programs on the women's side of things as well. So it seems like this is a great opportunity for, for you to be able to publicize that front and center as well. Yeah, you know, with um, with Title IX, like I said earlier, when we looked at supporting collegiate polo, uh, you know, I didn't have a, an understanding of how important, how many women played the sport, mm -hmm. how many females played the sport, and you find out that the majority of players are female. And so the ability to support those clubs and those teams, and, and some of these clubs, without our support, may not have even played this year. And so that's where I feel really good about what we're doing is that we're getting – young student-athletes and the future leaders of, of America uh, out on the field. We're supporting them uh, financially. We're supporting them with product. We're supporting them with just the fact we're there in the foxhole with them yeah. has been really good for the sport. And like I said, women's is the fastest-growing part of the sport in college and outside of college. 
And so we really feel good about, uh, you know, where it's going and uh, the success we've had so far and look forward to more teams participating. Well, again, USPA Global Licensing, the Business Development Board of Palm Beach County, ESPN West Palm Business of the Month. And, of course, the BDB selects a business that's headquartered in Palm Beach County to highlight each month based out of Wellington, U.S. Pole Association. And I want to ask you, because now I'm fascinated, you and I similarly didn't have a huge grasp of Polo. You take over as CEO, and now you're you're overseeing the entire thing. Uh, what is your comfort level in just opening it up on a horse? Like, how fast are you are are, are you going now? Not fast at all. Yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. I'll, I'll, give, I'll, give, no, I'll give you my speed. It was me and an eight year old on a beach together with two guys walking the horses <laughs> along. So and that was. That was quite uh -huh. okay with me. Uh -huh. He might be the CEO, but Michael Prince is just like us. We'll leave that to the professionals. <laughs> Again, the president and CEO, USPA, U.S. Polo Association, Global Licensing, Michael Prince. Thank you so much for the time. And thank you as well. It's been a pleasure. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaBecca Live on ESPN 106.3. Ah, uh, Stone Labanowitz in his Gen Z brigade infiltrating the bump music on this show. This is Jack Harlow using the Fergie beat. There you go. <laughs> no, you're good. Do you hear it now? Yeah, I hear it. Um, You know what? All of these... You know what? I'm going to sound real old. Fergie sound. All of these children are doing this now. I mean, there's a song out now. She called your your boy, Jack Harlow, a child. You did. Well, he is a child. We are. He's 22. Uh, he could be my kid. Yes. <laughs> like, and not even like me good. being a teenage right, mother. I, he could legit yeah, be my kid. That's not even a teen mom situation. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you, 23 Stone? Yes. Like, Stone could be my kid. Yeah, that's And true. I'm not a teen mom. That's true. You know? So, that's all I'm saying. So, the... These children, and I don't mean it in the context anyway, but all of it's so funny that when you hear all of these songs, that was those songs were not from that long ago. I know. Like at least in the 90s, they sampled yeah. stuff from like the 70s. Don't ask me how old I was when this song came out, and I said 25. I was 25 when this song came out. It was out. O 09. I yeah. was a grown ass man. Yeah, I was 30. Grown ass like, woman. Because wow. I actually used it in a in a piece that um, I did when I was in New Orleans. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's why she's good on TV. But if you're going to catch her at all this week, yeah, yeah. make sure it's tonight. Because yeah. you know what? Friday, she says, I'm the boss and I ain't working. WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. By the way, we are presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. Hey, does your ankle hurt? You got some ouchies? I got good news for you. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. They have a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare today. For more information, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement spine and sports medicine care visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho care for more information today baptist health orthopedic care has offices conveniently located in palm beach county through the florida keys learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho care uh keely i am going to show you the difference i'm going to have you hear the difference between a superstar and someone who is called a superstar, but he ain't one. So the difference between me and you. Well, that's one thing. I mean, people hear that. It's not like they haven't heard that already. Oh. Keely, superstar. Me, hack. 
Okay? <laughs> I admit it. I know it. I understand it. And that's why I love having Keely here on Thursdays because she brings the superstardom. I continue <laughs> to bring the hackness. Okay? But this is a tale of two men that can get buckets. Okay? Two men that are currently in the first round of the NBA playoffs. All right, all right. The, uh, the first person you're going to hear from is Kevin Durant, who is having the worst offensive run of his career in the postseason. The Celtics are absolutely bothering him. They're up two games to none. Mm -hmm. The Nets have never overcome a 2-0 series deficit. And uh, Kevin Durant, 0-10 in the second half last Mm -hmm. night after his ineffective performance in game one. All right? So Kevin Durant was asked about what can happen now. He was asked about what's going on. You're Kevin Durant. And this was the chronically mercurial, the very up and down Kevin Durant and his response last night to those questions. I mean, just, I mean, they're playing two or three guys on me sometimes when I'm off the ball. They, you know, mucking up actions when I run off stuff. Is I see Horford leaving his man to come over to hit me sometimes. They're just playing two or three guys hit me wherever I go, you know, and that's just the nature of the beast in the playoffs and, um, I feel like I got a couple good shots there in the, in the fourth that just ain't go down. But, yeah, I see I see a few of their guys around me every time I get the ball or, you know, when I'm setting up. And so I got to be uh, be more patient but also play fast sometimes too and off the ball just be able to move a little faster, screen a little harder for my guys to get free. Um, but, yeah, just watch film and get better. That is so level-headed. The Nets are down two games to I know. I was like, who is this? I know. And it is so – there was not one, oh, well, this is happening and this happened and I don't feel like this is fair what's happening here. No, Kevin Durant, straight up, he knows. He's seen it. What the Celtics are doing that is throwing him off, that Mm -hmm. is bothering him. And he has completely just taken it and said, you know what? I see it. Now I have to identify it and apply it and be better. I mean, that right there, that's a leader. That's leader stuff. That's mm-hmm. superstar stuff right there from Kevin Durant. And maybe we just had to give him some time yeah. to mature into that. I heard that. And, and it, the Nets, it's looking a little rough for them right now. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of pressure on them. And that was thoughtful and intelligent and superstar-esque last night. And you know, the funny thing is when you said we were going to hear from him, I was thinking uh, I was waiting for the other shoe to drop. And it didn't. Well, Thanks, here's, Kevin. here's the other shoe from Trey Young, well, a man who came to prominence last year, ran through the Knicks, ran through the 76ers. Ooh, Ice Trey, he's going to give the Heat fits. Well, he's been historically bad. One of 12 in game one, 10 turnovers in game two. He's down two games to none. Listen to alleged superstar Trey Young after game two's loss to the Heat. Yeah, I mean, you, I mean, it's tough. Obviously, we feel like we let one slide. You can't let it, let it uh, linger too far. I mean, we got another game in a couple of days. So, um, I mean, obviously, we feel like we let one slip away. But, I mean, if the refs going to let them be as physical as they are and not call fouls, I mean, it's going to be hard to really do anything anyway. So, uh, it's got to be, got to be a little bit um, um, better with knowing where we got to be and just be ready to take care of home. 
defensively, Jimmy Butler when he that's plays good. like he does. I mean, so that's a total that's, team effort. That's, to that's not down. superstar behavior. That's not what Kevin Durant did. Trey Young, oh, if the refs aren't going to call fouls, then there's there's nothing we can do anyway. So Yeah. I mean, how mentality. soft is that? Yeah, that, that is so soft. That is so soft on his part. I mean, Trey Young has shown that he is just a total baby. I mean, let the lullaby wash over you, Trey. This is the same guy who dominated Madison Square Garden <laughs> and then went to Philly and beat the Sixers, and now... Well, if the refs aren't going to call anything, there's nothing you can do, so... That's not a superstar. I don't want to hear anyone tell me Trey Young's a superstar. It's soft, Keely. Baby soft. <laughs> Heat and five! Heat and five! Oh, my God. Heat and five! And what's our other mantra? F the pigs. <laughs> F those pigs! Go Dolphins! <laughs> She's Keely Ferguson, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Well done, Keely. Thank you. Thank you, Ken. Still in the banner, it's Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Baby Trey! Wow!